Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning everybody welcome to the show it is a gloomy wednesday here on my ranch um the sunset was our sunset sunrise was completely spectacular and then it started snowing yikes i'm not ready now it's raining so yay i mean we could absolutely use the rain but yeah not not quite ready for the S word yet, but I guess um, I don't have a choice. <laughs> okay, so my topic today, overthinking. Yeah. It causes us so much anxiety. So I got um, fully immersed in this on the weekend. So it was a holiday weekend here. It was our Thanksgiving, and I had, you know my son home from university and I was helping him with some projects and um, one of the things that came up as we were, you know, talking and and doing things is what do we do when we are overthinking something? Because we were working on something and we were both completely overthinking it and just getting all tangled up and frustrated. And I was like, okay. We need to stop. And the reason that this came to my attention so clearly is because of the thesis that I'm working on. So I've been doing a ton of research on self-awareness and thinking and how we do things, which I am enjoying thoroughly. And I was um, doing this with him, and I was completely intrigued by how this all went and how we did it to ourselves and so then we had to come up with strategies to shake our energy out of this overthinking situation and we did it quite a bit it was like that's so interesting because when you are stuck and can't make a decision how often is it because you are completely overthinking completely overthinking now i know he and i did that when we were doing scholarship essays and we had to like stop and shake ourselves out of it i'm actually shaking my head when i'm doing that i know you can't say that but that's what's happening and so i realized that i needed to come up with some better strategies for him and i so that we can do what we want to do because we both have some big goals right now and so One of the things that we are practicing is when we get into that energy of overthinking, and if you're not sure if you're an overthinker, I'm just going to share some signs that you're an overthinker. So when you get stuck, um, like thinking and thinking, (sighs) 
let me let me see if I can put it into better words. See, I'm doing it right now. I'm overthinking how I want to present this. So what to do? Take a nice breath in and out. And on my in-breath, I'm going to say calm. And I'm on my out-breath, I'm going to say my first name. Calm, Shannon. Calm, Shannon. Calm, Shannon. Okay, I'm only going to do it three times because I did it very slow. But when you get into that, do it about like 17 to 20 times and count on your fingers because it will bring you back to your body and back to this moment. I do feel like when we overthink, sometimes we just send our energy elsewhere and we need to come back. We need to be here. And it's common. And it's anxiety and overthinking are hand in hand, and we, we do this to ourselves. And we need tools and strategies to calm ourselves down and bring ourselves back. So if you have trouble sleeping because your brain won't shut off, overthinking and anxiety, you relive embarrassing moments in your head repeatedly and you you can't stop yourself, that's a sign of overthinking. Rehashing conversations with people and think about all the things you wish you had or hadn't said that can be a sign of overthinking when you constantly relive your mistakes and you can't move past it that's a sign of overthinking if you spend a lot of time worrying about things you have no control over uh, aren't we all often in that energy right now with the state of everything going on in our world It's not easy. It's extremely challenging. And it's easy to become obsessed with stuff that you have no control over. And you can't, if you can't get your mind off your worries. So at nighttime, if you can't shut off your brain, I fully recommend a selenite, a selenite crystal, a selenite lamp. Get some selenite happening to clear your energy. Do a breath meditation of, Sleep on your in-breath, first name on your out-breath. Or calm. Do a calm one and then do a sleep one. It works very, very well. Especially for us empaths, we tend to overthink because we're feeling everything all at one time and we can't always sort out what's our energy and what is somebody else's. And you need to figure it out for your own mental health. (sighs) Nice breath in. You're all feeling it, aren't you? And so if you, you know, when when you get caught up in your overthinking, like don't be mad at yourself. Just take a breath. Realize, okay. I'm overthinking this. I need to shake up my energy. I need to reclaim my time, my energy, my brain power. You have just shake it up. Go for a walk. I had my son go like pace around the house. I will go for a walk outside. 
or I will just actually jump up and down in place sometimes just to shake up my energy and to get out of my head my overthinking, get in my body more. And it works. It really, really works. Um, make sure you're eating. I ended up taking him to Costco and loading up on some healthier options, some unhealthy options, too, because, I mean, he's a university student. He gets to do that, right? Because, you know, when you're highly stressed, depending on how you handle it, you can be an overeater or a not eater. I tend to not eat when I'm highly stressed, and I it's not any better than overeating. It's just a different way of dealing, and I need the protein. Protein helps me to think and less sugar. Okay. I can feel I can feel the anxiety. And you know, some days are definitely easier than others in the overthinking department. And take a breath in and out. We're all dealing with elevated states of anxiety and overthinking and stress right now because of the world. We don't know what's the right thing to do. And we're bombarded constantly with stuff that's happening that is not positive. And so we have to develop strategies and ways to work through and feel what we're feeling to let it go. So um, another thing to do is focus on solutions rather than dwelling on what caused the problems. When I was talking to my husband this morning, he leaves early and I get children ready for school and then we have a check-in conversation and we were talking about handling situations right now because I'm in a bit of a weird energy because of things that happened a year ago right around this time that completely upset me. And so... It's all like it's bubbling to the surface right now, and I'm like, I'm struggling a bit to deal with it, to to process it, and I'm, so I need to not focus on the past, but at the same time, I'm being asked for things right now that, considering what happened a year ago, I'm not sure that it is deserving of my time and energy and I have to process all of that. And so there's a difference, though, between being obsessed by it or pondering it to figure out your own boundaries. And right now I'm working on boundaries. I talked about boundaries last show because there's a lot of that going on right now. I'm finding every client I'm talking to, we're working on some boundary issues. And so it's interesting to me because I'm trying to develop strategies for myself so that I can share them with you on how to move through processing without getting stuck in overthinking. And it's a work in progress. It's all through experience. And it's interesting to me because I'm like, huh, then I had a complete gift last night, and I was like, wow, nice. 
Because the situation that happened a year ago, there was gaslighting involved. And I'm not cool with that. Not at all. And, yeah, it's just it's just interesting. But I'm also trying to be super aware of not totally disconnecting because the situation and the people involved in the situation, I do want to keep a connection. Some of it is because I have to, you know, when you're in a work environment and you have to deal, right? And so it's interesting. I get to work out strategies, and I will let you know what does work and what doesn't. Um, I'm finding right now one thing that does not work is lashing out. Finding someone to blame for the problems instead of trying to shake that part off and work on solving the problems. We're all very frustrated with everything that's going on. And when stuff happens, it's easy to go down the road of blaming someone and lashing out because we're so frustrated of everything that's not in our control. I'm just going to encourage you to check for that and check yourself for that. And if you do it, do some self-reflection on why. Because if there's one thing we've learned in the last few months, lashing out, hoping for results that make you feel better, doesn't always work. I mean, and here's the thing. Every circumstance is, you know, its own thing, and maybe lashing out is what needs to happen. It's on a case-by-case basis, right? But if you can find a way to solve the problem without lashing out, I'm going to encourage you to do that. And then find a way to vent out your frustration and energy. Physical movement is the best. Or screaming, if you can, like in a car. Like, I mean, I don't have close neighbors, so I could scream in my house. Because otherwise, you will find yourself screaming all right, but at somebody. And that might be detrimental to both of you? Well, chances are it will be, right? Nobody likes to be screamed at, and we always feel remorse after we've screamed at somebody. And so if you can work through a different solution or strategy that works for you, do it. First thing, vent out your frustration somehow with physical movement, screaming, something. Something so that you can approach it from a grounded, calm perspective. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm often out stomping through my pastures frustrated because that's how our world is because so much is out of our control. And when you're in that energy, clarity of mind is not always what's happening. So you need to take those breaths in. Ground your energy. Grounding techniques, visualize or imagine the big, thick roots from the bottom of your feet, deep into Mother Earth, drink some tea, have a healthy snack. And I'm not going to judge you if you're reaching for the unhealthy snacks, as long as you're aware of why you're doing it. You have to do something to ground your energy and bring you into your body. Because it's dicey. It's dicey. 
my goodness. <clears throat> Our confidence, I find, is being shaken because of the way the world is. And that leads to overthinking. Woulda, shoulda, couldas, right? And anxiety. I've never dealt with so much anxiety in myself, my family, my clients, my friends. But that's where we're at. Take baby steps. So you find yourself overthinking. Ask yourself some questions. Like, what what decision will have the biggest positive impact on your priorities? So if you overthink things, that's your how you roll. Um, and I just did this with my son. What are your priorities? Like, what are your goals? Be clear on those. And then from that, go backwards kind of and figure out what kind of steps you can take to get there. And it doesn't have to be great big leaps and bounds. It can be little steps. And breathe. Take the steps that will get you what you are striving for and be clear on your goals. That will help you to overthink less. You know, based on what you know and the information you have, maybe you need more information before you can stop your overthinking. You know what? Here's another important thing. So ground your energy. Make sure you're in your body. Ask for help from your divine guidance. Don't underestimate your intuition. But make sure it's really intuition and not ego thinking. Make sure you understand why you're thinking the way you're thinking and your reasons, your motivations. We're being given opportunities right now that suck. I don't know what other word for it is, but it really is for our soul growth and learning. And to get a clearer picture on why we do what we do, and it's it's bumpy. It's really bumpy. And you get to figure out how to move through it and process it, maybe in a different way than you did before. And that's where you want to shake up your overthinking and tune into your energy and go down that way. Like, I'm gonna, I was just going to say down that rabbit hole because sometimes it can be. It just can be. So when that starts to happen again, stop. Ground your energy. Calm in your name. Calm in your name. Calm in your name. And then do focus in your name. Focus in your name. Focus in your name. We are all a lot more energy sensitive than we were three years ago. 
you can't help but be changed by everything we're going through. And figuring out what is actually your energy and what is someone else's is tricky. This morning I was good and then I was a hot mess and I knew it was my university student worried about a midterm today. So I checked in with him and I gave him some strategies and boosted his energy and now I feel better. Connect with that. You know what? Helping someone figure out their problems and creative solutions will also help you. We're all being connected somehow, some way, and sometimes the energy is helpful to us and sometimes it's not. And it's up to us to sort through. That's why I'm going to preach on self-awareness. Self-awareness is key. Know why you're doing what you're doing. Figure out why you're feeling what you're feeling. And that will lead you to know what you know and move forward. Those are all little NLP coaching practices too. Feel what you feel. Know what you know. See what you see. Hear what you hear. I am a, I am trained in neuro-linguistic programming. If anybody ever wants to ask questions about that, just reach out. Okay. Bumpy. Everything feels bumpy. And when it feels bumpy, we tend to internalize it and feel responsible and make it about something we're not doing right rather than just process the energy of the world is bumpy. You know, it's why I am so busy with clients right now. We need the support. We need the help. I'm here for you. Nice breath in and out. Focusing on your breathing is the quickest, gentlest, easiest way to calm your energy down and ground you. I can't even tell you how often I'm doing it during the day and just stopping. Just stopping for those moments and being. And it seems like the energy can switch in a second. It's a big roller coaster of emotions. And that's okay. We have to deal with it because we're in it. And as much as we all long for what we thought was normal, that's not, that's not the way it is now. And so you need to navigate this and find out your way through. Trust your intuition. Do the things that boost your intuition, however that looks for you. And if you don't know how to do that and you want to learn more, book a soul session with me. Um, Realize that you are making hundreds of decisions every day and not all of them are you overthinking. What's the difference? How do you... Like discern the difference in energetic feeling for you of when you are overthinking and when you're not. Because we can be very unaware and end up in a rabbit hole of overthinking and then we're in it for like an hour and they're like, wait a minute. It's okay. You're more likely to overthink when you're exhausted and mentally drained, energetically drained. So... Figure out ways to boost your energy. 
do some creative thinking. Um, like think outside the box, so to speak, of solutions or doing things differently than you have been doing, simply to shake up your energy. So when we were working on the projects and we were talking about overthinking and finding a, you know, a way to shake yourself up, the one thing I said is don't reach for your phone because going on social media or doing all of that is not necessarily the right way because you can get energetically time-sucked in. <laughs> reach for those distractions when you get to unplug and you have more time. Then you can go play a game. Say you're on your lunch hour and you give your, and give yourself a time limit. Set a timer, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes. Play a game for 5 minutes and then when the bell buzzer rings, stop. Because you, you're retraining your brain. You're retraining your energy to have different habits because when you're stuck in that pattern of overthinking, it's a little bit tricky to get out of it. They're always going to say exercise, which I 1,000% agree with, as long as you don't make it a big deal. I pace up and down my kitchen. I have a stair stepper. I have a few things I can go stomp out of my pasture. But really tune into your own energy to see what you need in those moments. Self-awareness, people. Self-awareness. Also, check your shoulders. Make sure you're not hunching over. Make sure you're sitting up straight. That's one thing I need to remind him of. Because when we hunch over, we're pulling our energy in. Can you feel that in my voice even? Because I'm hunched over right now. But if you sit up straight and expand your shoulders... It just feels better. And breathe. It's always going to be about the breathing, about opening your energy and being expansive and attracting those good energies and just doing your best to stop the overthinking and the cluttery energies. Overthinking feels very cluttered, doesn't it? And it's hard. But you know what? You can do it. You know why? Because I used to be way worse at this. I used to overthink everything and just completely sabotage myself. When I was in college, I did it. My mind would just explode. And I'm old. Er. <laughs> We didn't have these tools then. We didn't know about them. We weren't offered them. I wish somebody would have taught me these things. But I didn't, that's not the world I lived in. I didn't have access. I didn't even have access to someone else who was psychic. I had to figure that this all out myself. 
I mean, it also suits my energy because I am very independent. And I don't always trust. (laughs) I have good reason for that. But at the same time, it is something I have to be aware of and navigate through. Is it my mistrust that's stopping me from doing this? I have to do something today, something I take care of, that the only reason I haven't is because I have trust issues. And I need to shake that off and find a way to work through it. Again, breathing and do what you need to do. It's okay. We got this. Even when it's bumpy. Even when it's bumpy, we got this. Um, One thing to do, too, is really recognize self-awareness when you are overthinking. You can journal or you can just take a breath in and say, okay, no, I'm going to shake this off. Be nice to you. You are enough. You are enough. Okay. All right. It's really interesting how many of us are in this overthinking pattern. I don't know if it has to do with being empathic, but it's it's a lot. But you know what? We can do something about it. We're not stuck. We're only stuck if we choose not to find a way to move forward. Okay. Nice breath in. So the guided imagery I have today for you is to tune you into your excellent self. I'm aligning you with how truly fabulous you are so that you have more self-awareness, you have more clarity. You are just tuning into your excellent self that you don't always recognize because we're so harsh to our own self. All right, nice breath in. Nice. Let's become aware of our breathing. Just noticing it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus on your breath. Now, let's take three big deep breaths as deeply as possible, beginning to release and then letting go. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. Three big deep breaths.
as your normal, natural breathing begins occurring, imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around, wafting around your head, your neck and shoulders. And with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling. Going on, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across your upper back, circling around through your chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to comfort. Down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering, is it a breathing of the breeze, or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through your mid-back and around through your solar plexus. Every breath drifting deeper now. The gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go. Becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. This breeze continues moving around, around thighs, knees, calves, and ankles, and around through feet, now and with every breath. Becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. Being at one with the breeze. And the breeze, still gently, still easily, moving all around and all through. You're in a cocoon of comfort. You are safe. You are at peace. You are grounded. You are ready. So that at five, four, three, two, one, zero, Deeply, deeply relaxed. Deeply, deeply relaxed. In the comfort and the calm, that imagination door opens more easily now, allowing images to move freely. And as they come forward, notice what you notice. Feel what you feel. See what you see hear what you hear. Going within to focus leads to even more comfort as any or all of the senses become heightened and more. So, getting a sense of an image forming that stands for the excellent self, the self perhaps you most want to be. In your mind's eye, as with all images, perhaps visualizing or imagining it 
comes into being. Feel what you feel. Bringing it to life, let it freely arise. Don't judge your image. Just feel what you feel, see what you see, hear what you hear. You got this. Becoming aware of this image, accepting and welcoming it without editing, without judging. Simply allow this image to be the excellent self. What's this image like? How does it move? How does it sound? Notice what you notice about your image. What's the energy like? In coming to know this image, how does it feel emotionally to be with it? I'm going to give you a few moments to soak in and explore the energy of your image. Continuing to closely observe and feel your image. What is that one essential thing that really makes it the excellent self?
What can be appreciated or valued about this excellent self-image or feeling? Now, let's prepare to merge into your excellent self-image or feeling. If that feels weird or uncomfortable, ask your wise guide to help you. You're going to see your life and yourself from the perspective of your excellent self. What you find out is going to surprise you. Imagining that you become this self that is of excellence as it was wanted to be. You are looking at the world through the perspective of your excellent self. What's this like? How does it feel? What does the world seem or feel like from this perspective? I'm going to give you a few moments. As you are experiencing this energy of your excellent self, allow that energy to spread throughout your whole body and all around, out into your area, out into your world, radiating outward positively. Feel what you feel. See what you see. Hear what you hear. Know what you know. Now, bringing back whatever was positive about this experience, moving back out of the image. Having experienced the sense of the excellent self-image, and now back to yourself again, notice any differences? 
what is the same? Know that you can tap into this excellent self-image anytime. It's there for you. Knowing that the discoveries you made about this today are sorting out in just the right way for you to become one with your excellent self. Now we're going to reinforce everything you just did by standing at the top of your symbolic staircase. We're going to reinforce that the excellent self is ever evolving from within and becoming at one with that idea is happening with every step down. You are in alignment with your excellent self. Go down the staircase. 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. Feeling confident. 14, 13. Embracing this new perspective on how excellent you truly are. 13, 12. Take a nice breath in, 11, 10, moving down gently, confidently, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one, zero. Feeling gently and easily at ease with your excellent self. Any negatives have long ago dissipated. And now the focus is only on the positive. And going forward now, what is focused on follows. So becoming more comfortable and familiar with your excellent self. You're in alignment, you have clarity, and you have confidence. Your whole being will respond positively so that at zero, we reinforce all the positives from this journey. And at one, with a deep cleansing breath in as we come up and out. Two, three, four, five. Eyes open, wide awake, say your first name out loud. Eyes open, wide awake, say your first name out loud. Whew. We're all having our energy shaken up. But remember, you do have an excellent self. Tune into it. Align with it. Sending you all a big hug. Yeah. I'm hoping that your world gets less tangled 
that you're able to work through some of your anxieties and overthinking. I know I will be working on that. So again, a big hug and a big, huge blessing. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot com.